Hi everybody and welcome to AQ's Blog and Grill. Today we're excited to have Mallory Brody. Now Mallory Brody is the co-founder of Bridget. Now Bridget is something new, it's a startup company and we're gonna find out a little bit more about Bridget because it's kind of really got some things going on here. So, welcome Mallory. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Alan. It's great to have you. So tell us a little bit about Bridget. How, what exactly is it? So Bridget is a project management platform. Uh, we're targeting the construction industry. So we'll sell to general contractors, to developers, and what bug tracking is to the software industry, we are to the construction industry. Wow. So we're essentially the tool that construction teams will use to make sure that when they're handing over a finished building to whoever the client is, they're happy with the job. Great. So is this an enterprise play? Is this like going to the, the construction companies or is this a consumer play so that they, or both? Um, so right now it's an enterprise play. So we sell directly to the company. They use it with their project team on site. Um, so the homeowners or the clients aren't involved at this point in time. That is something we have been exploring though. Sure. Um, when we first started the company, you know, everyone we would pitch the idea to would say, you know, I've built my own home or I've done a renovation and I would love to use this tool mm -hmm. um, to manage my contractor. So it's something that we're definitely exploring and who knows, maybe in the future it will be both. You have that opportunity. That's great. So. How did you decide with your co-founder that there was a need? How did you kind of think that this was going to be viable? Yeah, absolutely. It was an interesting process. So we were both Western uh, students and Lauren was studying at civil, in civil engineering and I was studying at the business school at Western. Uh, we teamed up through an accelerator program in Toronto. Oh. So they put us together, you know, they give you mentorship, startup capital, and they kind of leave you on your own from that point to figure out what problem you're going to solve. Um, so the obvious step to us was, you know, we know we want to focus on the construction industry just based on Lauren's experience. So we need to go out and talk to folks in the construction industry. Um, so every morning before class, we were still in our final semester at Western, we'd go out crane hunting. Um, so we'd essentially drive around town, we'd look for the active construction sites, we'd right. walk on site and we'd start asking questions such as, you know, what are your biggest pain points? What frustrates you? Where are you wasting time? Where are you wasting money? Um, and after 500 of those interviews, we sort of were, were told by those, by those potential end users that deficiency management was one of the biggest problems that they were experiencing on site and they were just using pen and paper at the, at the time. Wow. So in terms of co-founders, what, what should people be looking for? I mean, you're from the, the Ivy Business School mm -hmm. and Lauren is from the Engineering School. Right. So what is it that would makes you good co-founders and what would you suggest to other people looking for co-founders? Yeah, absolutely. Complementary skill sets is, is the first thing and I think that's something that you know, a lot of people know they should look for and it, it um, sometimes it doesn't evolve that way because mm -hmm. people tend to kind of gravitate towards people that are similar to mm -hmm. themselves. Yep. Um, so it, maybe in some ways being forced to work with someone from a different faculty um, was a good thing because maybe we wouldn't have done that otherwise. Right. Um, I know at the business school, there's new venture projects and everything and all the business students get together and the ideas that come of it are never that great because right. they all are coming from the same background. Yes. So I think that's absolutely critical when, when looking for a co-founder, finding someone that's good at things that you're not good at. <laughs> Fabulous. Where, where uh, is the market going to be for Bridget? Is it going to be North American? Is it going to be global? What's your, what's your vision right now? Right now we see North America for sure. They have more um, sophisticated construction methodology right now um, but having said that in Asia there's obviously a ton of construction going yeah. on um, we haven't you know researched that the market there um, by any means in, in, in depth at this point but so for now North America but you know the sky's the limit so we'll of see. Course. <laughs>
Absolutely. Okay, now you seem to have entrepreneurship in your DNA. I mean, right from your experience back in high school, you were at uh, Colonel By High School in, in Ottawa. And it seems like, if I can track you back, that you, you kind of started to start stuff right. when you were in, at that level. So what was, what's been driving you? Um, I think, well, in my family, there's a couple of entrepreneurs. So my grandfather, my great-grandfather, they're both entrepreneurs actually in the construction industry. Oh. Um, my dad's in real estate and has always um, had his own business. So okay. I think it definitely comes from their influence initially. Mm -hmm. um, and my parents really just you know, embraced anything new that I wanted to start. So I think maybe a lot of parents would say, you know, really, maybe do something else with your time. But they would just kind of say, yeah, great idea. And they'd let me go ahead even when the ideas were terrible. Um, and I think it was kind of nice to have that positive reinforcement sure. from an early age oh. and I was always just yeah attracted to kind of finding problems and trying to find a solution and you know bringing people together in order to make that happen right well it you know it's interesting again like, like going back you you started an online art gallery yes <laughs> I mean that fascinates me I mean I would love to do that and you beat me to it <laughs> well, you can take it because it didn't work out when I did it. So. <laughs> okay, so, so what was the challenge with the online art gallery? What, I mean, why did you get into it and then what seemed to go not so well? Right, so at Western I was studying business, but that program starts in third year. Yes. Um, so you can take whatever courses you like in the first two. Um, I was focused on art history and comparative literature. Yep. So I was in class with a lot of these fine arts students who kept saying, you know, I have all this artwork I've created in class and it's in my basement and I need to throw it out. Do you want it? And so instantly wow. I would say, okay, can I take a look at some of this art? And it was, it was really good art. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them had been, you know, painting and taking art, taking art classes ever since they were very young. Um, the research that I wish I had done, which I think really helped with Bridget, um, was I, you know, made sure that I had artists that were on board to, um, you know, post their artwork online and everything, but I didn't go to the buyer side and make sure that there was sort of a willingness to pay um, for the student art. And there right. definitely was, but the price was kind of capped at something okay. lower for them what the artist wanted to sell at. So it was kind of this challenge to kind of get both groups to be happy. There you go. Well, and, it, and it seems like you learned the from that experience because if, if you and Lauren went out and did 500 right. interviews, I mean, that's testing the customer wants and right. needs. So, you know, I feel really kind of intimidated sitting here, uh, Mallory, because you've already hosted your own show. Yes, I have. I'm, it's taking all my energy to not ask you questions right now and just turn the tables. <laughs> so this, this was during high school and it was a sports show, was it not, that yes, you were co-hosting? Yeah, it was uh, Rogers High School Sports Zone. So Ooh. what happened was my dad came home one day, he'd seen an article um, in the paper calling an audition for hosts. And so he said, hey, Mal, like, you're not busy enough. Do you want to do this? And I was like, sure, why not? I was kind of like a yes person in high school. Any no, you opportunity, were, you were fearless. I just said, yes, I'll try it. So I went to the audition, ended up getting the position, um, and it was amazing. I was really into sports in high school, mm -hmm. so it was an opportunity to meet all the other high school athletes around town. So. And Ottawa is an athletic city. I mean, there's Absolutely, a lot yeah. of good uh, amateur sports there. So uh, what tips would you pass on to women coming into the entrepreneurship uh, category? Yeah, I just think there's such an opportunity for females to get involved now. A lot of programs um, are catering to females specifically, so I think there's actually a lot more opportunity, um, especially at the seed stage, to get involved. Um, you know, 
there's not a lot of examples to look up to necessarily, um, but that doesn't mean that you know you can't speak with other successful startup founders that aren't necessarily female. You can always go to them for advice. For sure. yeah. And so I think like women actually have a huge advantage right now when it comes to getting involved um, and getting into accelerator programs and all that type of thing. So yeah. just go do it. The future then for Mallory and Bridget. So let's do Bridget first. What what does success look like for Bridget? Um, so Lauren and I are just so excited about the construction industry mm -hmm. in general. Right from when we started those initial interviews, it was obvious that there was so much opportunity, um, not just in the specific area that we're focused on now, but really throughout the industry, throughout all the stakeholders involved. So we see no end. Um, you know, This is our first product. We plan to expand the offerings of this product and then build future products um, from that point onward. So there really is like there's no end to Bridget. Perfect. It's just up from here. <laughs> and Mallory. So for myself, um, I absolutely like love building businesses. Mm -hmm. um, this is number two for me, even though the first one I try and forget about <laughs> a little bit. So I, I, I don't see an end to that either. Um, at some point in the future, I'd love to get into real estate development. Uh -huh. um, so that's something that like my dad um, has done, and mm -hmm. I drive around with him when I was younger, um, looking at scouting. pieces of land. Yep, scouting. I'd get my small commission <laughs> if, I'd, if, if I'd spend enough time with him doing it. So um, I was always motivated by that cash incentive as well. <laughs> so that's something kind of long-term down the road I'd like okay. to investigate. Isn't that great? Mallory, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Alan. Great. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You'll see a subscribe button right here. And if you push that button, then you'll subscribe to AQ's Blog and Grill, and we'd be happy to have you because we have lots more exciting guests to go with our guest, Mallory Brody. So onward and upwards. We'll see you later. Bye.